0: Hello and welcome to the First Year Experience Podcast. My name is Dr. Jose Saldivar and I'm joined today by Chris Castillo. I'm a student mentor with uh, Student Involvement and the EPIC program. And I've asked Chris to join me today as we talk about surviving finals. We are on the doorstep of finals week and students are rightfully so. They're nervous, they're um, worried, not sure how they're going to do um, in their courses and now they have finals looming and so I've asked Chris to join me to talk about what kind of practical advice Chris might give to students as they uh, as they face finals. so Chris so I guess the first thing I'd, I'd mention is uh,
1: if there was ever a time for you to look at the syllabus now would be the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you put it off the entire semester or if you uh, initially never looked at your syllabus in the beginning of the semester, now would be like the best time, if any. Uh, the syllabus is a wealth of knowledge and information, um, and it will definitely help you understand whether or not you're going to get an A, a B, or a C, um, Or if you missed a special assignment or attendance grade you didn't know about because you, A, didn't go to class, or you didn't read the syllabus. So um, to start, I would read the syllabus. Um, some of you, uh, may have already received some sort of mentoring, or you may have already been aware that the syllabus is one of the best, um, items to have when you're trying to have a successful semester. So read the syllabus. Um, that's one way to survive finals, uh, especially since it'll, it'll let you, it'll give you an idea of when your finals will be, um, or if you even, <laughs> <laughs> cause some of you may not even know, uh when your final projects are due or when your final exam is. Um, some of you might not even know that your finals were due the week before the actual finals week on the the, the academic calendar. Um, for example, I have two classes that have already ended. Um, and if you don't go to class, you may not know that your class has already
0: ended. So let's so at this point, if, if they have not looked at the syllabus, it's kind of futile, right? They mm-hmm. if they've missed out on all of these things and they're, their classes ended, they did right. not do well. Mm-hmm. So let's say, um, okay, so students should look at the syllabus, brief themselves and update themselves on the mm-hmm. expectations and what's coming up. What are they looking forward to before the final? Right. Um, One of the reasons why you should also read the syllabus, uh, to for
1: I'm going to use a personal example. Um, I recently had eye surgery. So I missed an assignment because I had eye surgery. Um, I wasn't able to look at my computer screen. My eye would start aching and straining. So um, I read the syllabus and I found out that all online assignments for my class, I could turn them in for uh, a 70% partial credit as long as I turn it in before uh, the end of the semester. So that's another reason why you should take a look at your syllabus. Um, On that, you should also look at your syllabus because you might find that certain classes will have a review session or they'll they'll include information in the syllabus. Your professor will include information in the syllabus about the possible location of an SI session are they also, I'm uh, sorry, an SI session, what SI stands for supplementary, uh, supplementary instruction. Okay. Um, so most learning centers at you know, universities, I know they, I know they do them here at UTHV. They also do them at SDC. Um, They'll have supplementary instruction uh, sessions, which is uh, typically it's a student or a grad student who's already taken several of the courses. They're very knowledgeable in the content and they'll lead a a refresher session. It's usually one day out of the week um, during finals. They open the doors to students. So if, for example, you're taking a biology course and um, you need a little extra review, um, I would definitely recommend you go to an SI session they're still active through through finals week so if you want to get in a little bit of studying or maybe you're tired of studying on your own and you need a a fresh perspective on the material um SI sessions are are good for that
0: so yes okay so syllabus right check out your syllabus Mm -hmm. review Mm -hmm. review review Mm -hmm. um and and Particularly for information about the final, yes. information about supplementary instruction, deadlines, uh, deadlines. Mm-hmm. what about, should our students reach out to their faculty uh, and, and what might be the benefit? of that? Well,
1: I can tell you right now, uh, finals week, everybody is going to office hours. And I mean every class, you're, you're going to see people in office hours who you didn't see in the actual class. Um, and the reason being is because a lot of students don't make use of office hours during the actual semester, so one of the ways to survive finals is to start preparing way before finals even come. Um, so, and that and that means reading the syllabus, going to office hours. Even if you go to to the office hours with um, a half question, you're just you you have some difficulty with one minor concept in your uh, the 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 curriculum that you're learning from your your class. Um, it, it 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 helps to. Have your professor become more aware of who you are, mm-hmm. and that uh, influences um, sometimes how they treat the work you turn in and also your relationship uh, with your professor. So, for example, when a lot of students show up at the end or uh, the week before uh, finals week or during finals week, uh, your professor is going to be a little less lenient to be, uh, I mean, a little less uh, likely to be lenient when it comes to uh, meeting with you outside of office hours, meeting with you early in the morning or meeting with you a little bit later. Um, so it helps to build that rapport with your professor and that should be done if you haven't already done it, um, before even finals week. But when it comes to, uh, finals week, um, I'm not telling you not to go to your professor's office hours, but just keep in mind that when you do go, there's going to be a line, um, which will happen. But <laughs> don't just limit yourself to specifically um your professor because there we also have the learning center on campus where we do have like uh, biology english history several different tutors for Mm -hmm. several different subjects so um if you have like i said the university provides a significant amount of resources for you student um so it helps to make use of those resources and um if it's, just, it's the same case with a syllabus. If you haven't already done so, now is probably the best time. Um, which brings me to, to that word time, because time is important too. Um, you're not going to be able to learn a semester's worth of information in 72 hours. Um, you can try, but, I, but I, I'm telling you from experience, <laughs> um, it does not happen. Yeah. Um, so the best thing to do would be to start as early as possible okay Um, early I mean two three in general for most exams you want to start at least a a week early a week early Um, if for example you have an exam coming up it's 12 chapters try doing uh, three chapters a day for the, the, the week prior review 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 study study um a lot of students, I believe it was you who said, a lot of students who feel that they do well under pressure, um, it's only because they've ever done anything under pressure. Mm-hmm. So they, they've already had that preconceived notion that um, if I cram before the exam, I'm going to do well because that's just how I do it. But they've never actually tried um, anything else. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. So um, time comes down to how well you're, a- you're able to regulate um Things like procrastination uh, how to how well you're able to stay disciplined and uh, it, it comes down to what you value when it comes to uh, when it comes to finals so for example if you play online video games and you notice know like a raid coming up or something um, are you gonna be able to tell your uh, the people who you play this game with I need to not participate this week because i have finals um your friends invite you to the movies are you going to be able to say i can't go see this movie even though we've been planning it because i have again finals yeah um it, it it comes down to what you what you value um when it comes to time so for example i have uh, I also work for student media and I have a radio show. So the week that I had uh, that I knew I was going to have a final project, due, a final, um, it was a, so it was a uh, media campaign for one of my communications courses. Um, that week I told my station manager two, three weeks in advance, I'm not doing my show that week because again, you have to find, you have to choose what you value more, uh, your grade mm-hmm. and the time that it's going to take for you to complete all the necessary requirements for that grade, um, are the thing that
0: would take up time for you to go to, to complete those requirements. Yeah, and, 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 I, and well, and just to your point, I think um we talk about value and what do you what is it that you value instead in terms of time wise, right, and importance. Um I think our students need to be reminded that we are asking asking them to make a decision about maybe just postponing something. Mm-hmm. Right? right. We're talking you know, finals take up all of a of an entire week. Mm-hmm. We are asking students not and and not directly, right, indirectly asking Mm -hmm. students to kind of um, shift their priorities for Mm -hmm. that week. Right. Mm -hmm. Get, you know, focus on your finals, focus on these assignments, focus on these projects so that if you do have um, something that you had planned previously with your friends or with family that, you know postpone that
1: and see it also comes down to again we're always going to be backtracking to the syllabus if you had read your syllabus you'd know oh uh, the exact dates mm-hmm. um, of, of course some give or take one or two days depending on the professor if they feel they have to change the schedule but um if you read your syllabus you know this week i'm going to have this exam mm-hmm. um uh, this week is finals week and the date the the week before finals i have this specific project due um Reading a syllabus means that you're conscious of when deadlines are, which means you can plan accordingly, uh, which is why, and, and, and again, uh, you're able to, to to know where you're going to place value mm. even before uh, months, months ahead when things are going to, to, when okay, when you have time to make that decision, it's easier to make that decision Okay. versus the week before finals, you have to decide, do I go help my aunt put up her Christmas lights or do I study for this biochem exam
0: yeah
1: um, so there's and, and also then, um I know when we did a podcast at the very beginning right it was about uh getting ready for a semester our start our, our uh, getting ready for the transition and we mentioned uh being selfish mm-hmm. right uh, and we don't mean being selfish that your um your intent is to be malicious and to say like this is mine you can't have any of my of my food it's more like understanding that there are going to be instances where you have to be selfish. You have to say, this time is for me. Yes. This is my time, and I need to use this time to to for studying yeah. or for completing or doing something on Photoshop that you need for class or uh, joining a study group or going to an SI session. Um, you have to be able to
0: identify what's going to be valuable. Um, so it sounds like in just in addition to... Uh, prepping for class, getting ready, gearing up for finals for our students mm-hmm. is not just about I have to study, I have to do this, but it's also having to make concessions and even having to explain to some of our family members Yeah, mm-hmm. um, kind of negotiating time right. with yes, our family. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Um you can think of time as a series of transactions because that's exactly what it is. You're exchanging something for something else and in this case you're exchanging uh, an hour that you would have been uh, maybe watching Netflix with a couple of friends or going to like a house party for um, studying biochemistry or, or working on your English paper or completing uh, a, a college algebra course work online. Um, you have to You have to understand that anything you do is going to be a return on investment. Uh, it just depends on what it is you want to be investing in. So, if you want to invest in your education, um, that means investing time into your education. You're going to be ROI positive. If you want to build a, uh, if you if you prefer to have a. Uh, successful social life. Then you're investing in that social life, which means you have to let go of something else. So, if your goal is truly to to come to college to have an education to be successful here, then you want your return on investment to be positive in the education uh, sector, like in
0: that section. Um, yeah. So that that that's that's okay. What's necessary? What other? Um, um- practical tips, right? I think of mm-hmm. finals and I think students are thinking right. I'm going to cram, students mm-hmm. are thinking mm-hmm. um you know what I'm going to pull the all nighter. I'm mm-hmm. going to you know, I see you have your coffee right. here in front of yes, you and yeah. so I'm going to mm-hmm. just um you know, so when I cook it comes, myself up to some coffee. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, be very careful. Uh I
1: once when I was younger tried to pull an uh, like a dole all nighter and I had like six venti macchiatos in that time and um i could hear not just my heartbeat but everybody's heartbeat (laughs) in the entire room so be very careful because you can burn out that way um you you want to when when you're seeking um sustenance Mm -hmm. (laughs) during finals you want to avoid foods that you are aware are going to make it difficult for you to study so for example if you know if from personal experience, eating an entire pizza puts you to sleep, don't eat an entire pizza. It, and, and it all comes down to what, what we we're talking about with time, placing value on, on on the correct thing or deciding where to place value. Um, while eating that pizza is going to be amazing, maybe eating some almonds and walnuts might be more productive when it comes to um, studying. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and that's true for food. Like when we talk about food, and when we talk about sleep, um... Knowing that if you don't get your full eight hours of sleep before an exam, um, you have to you have to decide: um, Am I going to stay up and cram and just be groggy and miserable the day of my exam and possibly do terrible because of it, or am I going to um, get my eight hours of sleep? So, for example, I actually have a, a coworker who works with me. Um, his name is Joe, and he is one of those people who he needs eight hours of sleep in order to do on the exam. He rather feel rested. Um, during the exam, then cram for the exam. Mm-hmm. So he makes preparations to study beforehand, so that way he knows right at nine o'clock he can go to bed. So he studies beforehand, yeah. Like like, like we said, it's all about recognizing when your deadlines are, and then making the appropriate, uh, taking the appropriate steps to ensure that we're ready by that deadline. So he he starts studying for his uh, his exams two weeks in advance. He creates, he buys a notebook and he turns that notebook into a study guide and he reviews and he studies and he studies so that when he's finally ready and, and and again, he's studying at his own pace. So he's able to retain the information in in the way he knows he's able to retain the information. Um, So that when it comes to that deadline, he's able to take a nap. He's able to actually sleep, like go to bed and then wake up for his like 10 a.m. class knowing that his method of I needed, or rather, his requirement, his need that I need eight hours of sleep to to feel well
0: enough for the exam. Yeah. Is met. What about? <clears throat> okay, so we've talked about uh, just taking care of yourself, right? Um, not yes, and to go overboard. So pay attention to to what you're eating, what you're drinking. Don't mm-hmm. try to pull an all nighter. Yeah. Right. Don't try to overwhelm your body. Mm-hmm. Um, put yourself in the best situation, yeah. right, to have mm-hmm. a successful finals week. What about mindset? And so I ask mindset because, um, you know, I saw a student earlier today and this student was convinced they weren't going to pass a class. Mm -hmm. Now, they've still got a final to think about. Mm -hmm. What kind of what role does mindset play? It plays a huge role. So I'm sure you're familiar
1: with a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sure. Right. Uh, um, for those of you who don't know what a self fulfilling prophecy is, um, in layman's terms and like the most easiest way to understand, um, if you say you're going to do something and you say uh, enough, uh, you tend to fulfill what you're saying. So, for example, if all, if, if you say um, I'm going to fail this class, I'm going to fail this class. I'm just you know I'm just you you keep you keep um, introducing this idea of failure. There's a strong chance that you're going to fail. Um, there is a, there is a huge impact that positive reinforcement has on your ability to succeed. So if you're able to say like, I'm going to pass this class and, um, you keep doing it and you, and you're not only are you going to feel motivated, not only are you going to feel like, uh, that you can, um, bring, um, into reality, this idea that you're going to pass, um. You more than likely will pass because again, you, you you're motivated now. You're able to say like right, with confidence, "I'm going to pass." Um, all the um, work that would have been seen as uh, something unappealing, mm-hmm. if you had a negative mindset, is now replaced with something that you uh, that that is more appealing because you're able to say, um, "If I do this, I'm going to pass." If I prepare for this exam, I'm going to pass. If I make sure to take this essay to the writing center, um, located on the third floor of the stack, by the way, um, I'm going to pass. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Being able to, to, to or rather just just in allowing that idea to enter your mind that um, I am going to pass. All right, for some of you, I am going to get that aid. Um, you're already paving the road for that. Uh, Now, granted, some of you may know mathematically that it's impossible for you to pass, in which case, um, good, you read your syllabus. That means that you know that (laughs) um, you you read the the grading rubric and you know that you're not going to pass. In that case, um, that's no longer a question of mindset. That's a a, a conversation you need to have with your advisor. Because it could be that if you are your professor, because in some cases, um, for example, I've had uh, had professors – after after having enough students go to them and uh, talk with them and say like mathematically, you know, I don't have enough points, and 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 they've been consistently going to office hours. They've been consistently demonstrating that they they want to pass. They they want to be able to, to to do well, and it's just that uh, maybe circumstances or maybe they just couldn't get a certain uh, um, concept in the class. Um, professors who see students that are like that are more likely to introduce a like um i had one i had one professor introduce a grade refresh discussion where we had where we had the opportunity to gain a few extra points by talking about how we felt the class was going to impact our future career so for uh, that's one example oh, uh, wow it mm-hmm. yeah. sounds uh Very generous of the exactly. Uh, You'd be surprised at the generosity your professors are able to um, summon (laughs) at the you know at the end when enough students are uh, and again students who have demonstrated that they genuinely want to pass again that mindset um, go to a professor and they say like is there anything I can do? I had one uh, communications professor who uh, towards the end it was a copywriting course. So he allowed students to bring in newspapers, and uh, each newspaper was two points, and you had to identify mistakes in the newspapers, grammatical mistakes, uh, you know, punctuation errors. Um, and uh, there were students who brought in stacks of newspapers because they needed those extra points. So it, it, like I said, it, it's all about demonstrating that to you your care. professor that you have this mindset. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, well, Chris, it's uh, certainly been enlightening. I appreciate the advice. I think there's a lot of practical advice. Some of it, obviously, you know, for our students that are looking where the semester is looking pretty bleak for them, mm-hmm. I think there's some good advice for how they should approach the beginning of the yes. semester, looking mm-hmm. at the syllabus, talking to your faculty yeah. member, being aware of important dates and assignments. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, I thought um, you gave us some really good practical mm-hmm. advice.
1: Thank you. Uh, just keep in mind that you can always retake a class. This is true. Um, and it, it is not the end of the world. It is. It, it, it's sense. not. It is, yes, it is not the end of the world. And although we do understand, we do understand. I'm sure um, Dr. S understands as a professor and I understand as a mentor that at the time it may feel like it's the most extreme case. And we, we understand that and we empathize with you. And, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm aware of how it feels, but I uh, we also want to make sure that you understand that uh,
0: the following semester is always going to be a fresh start. That's true. So and when we talk, you know, you, you talked about mindset and for our students to to always put themselves in the best mindset mm-hmm. and that even if they are looking at failing a class, uh again, that the next semester presents a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's a, a new opportunity at success. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Chris. All right, well, always you. a pleasure. Um that concludes this episode of the first year experience podcast. Um join us next time. Uh, we'll see you then